Hey everyone, this is Lynn Bartan, and you are listening to the Apex Hour on KSUU Thunder 91.1. In this show, you get more personal time with the guests who visit Southern Utah University from all over, learning more about their stories and opinions beyond their presentations on stage. We will also give you some new music to listen to and hope to turn you on to some new sounds and new genres. You can find us here every Thursday at 3 p.m., on the web at seu.edu slash apex, or email us at seuapex at icloud.com. But for now, welcome to this week's show here on Thunder 91.1. Okay, well, it's Thursday, it's 3 p.m., and we are here in the studio, and this is the Apex Hour. My name is Lynn Vartan, and I'm so excited today because I have two of my most favorite people in the studio with me, and we are celebrating because our season is officially done for the spring semester, which is totally awesome. But the fun doesn't end here. Those of you who have been enjoying the radio show, I'm going to stay in my, my three 3 p.m. slot here live. And throughout the summer, I'll be on air every couple of weeks. And then that means that the podcast will also be active all through the summer. Um, Just a reminder that we're subscribable on iTunes and on Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts and just do the search for SEU Apex. All right, so let's get talking here to my guests. I've got two of my favorite ladies, and what we're doing today is we're kind of doing a behind the scenes with Apex for the spring semester. Um, Those of you who know me well know I love me some TV, and I love watching series where there's this after show or the behind the scenes or the looking behind the curtain of sort of the inner workings of things, and that's what we're doing with the show. I'd like to kind of do it every semester and kind of talk with some of my great, 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 awesome staff and friends about how we make this thing work and some memorable moments from the season. So what I'd like to do is for you guys to introduce yourselves and maybe talk a little bit about what you do for Apex. Who would like to go first? I can start. All Um, right. My name is Roxanne Cayu, and um, I graduated last year from SUU with a communication um, degree and now I work for Lynn and I am the event planning assistant and I um, just work alongside Lynn and we organize everything. So for me, what I do is um, from social media to um, managing the class people because we have a communicate uh, convocation class so grading the students and making sure they're fine um i also take care of the food orders catering um facilities all of that she does everything let me tell you this whole thing would not run without her we like to say that she's like my right and left hand i mean assistant is not even the the word to describe it she you're definitely our event producer and really you have a hand in every single aspect of what we do yeah a lot of emails (laughs) every day a lot of emails do you have a favorite aspect of your job um i like the day of everything from in the morning when we get there to the end when we wrap up it's my favorite thing to do cuz there's adrenaline i like seeing people in the audience react and i like meeting the speakers that we've been working to get to SU for so long and 
yeah, just like the day. And but I like everything that I do. But yeah, yeah, we definitely like our office time together too. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> Mondays. <laughs> Greek fries. Yep. <laughs> Greek fries in the office yep. while we get everything done. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. Thanks, Roxy. All right, Katie, tell us about yourself. Hello. Um, my name is Katie Englert, and I teach uh, in the ESL program here at the American Language and Culture Center. Um, and for Apex, I take pictures. So I do all the photography um, during the event. Some of you out there might have seen me. Uh, trying to be nonchalant <laughs> as I walk around and take pictures, but yeah. I love having you with Apex because you have a really artistic eye, you know. And you've, um, I'd like to know, like everybody, to know a little bit about your background because you have an anthropology background. So when yeah. you're looking at a subject, you're looking with a, a very specific kind of lens. Really, yeah. My background is in both anthropology and photojournalism. So I kind of started my career as a photojournalist and then moved into visual anthropology and anth cultural anthropology in my uh, master's studies. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely looking, observing. I try to keep that camera up to my eye 24-7 when I'm shooting an event, like at Apex. Um, and I'm just trying to find that moment that will tell the story. Um, so it's always a challenge because sometimes people who are speaking can be kind of hard to shoot because mm -hmm. it's often just someone speaking at a podium. Um, so I'm just trying to catch that moment that's in between to kind of give some humanity to the person that's speaking and just tell the story. That's so, so cool. Um, if I can add it, you've really elevated from my point of view, since I do social media, you've really elevated the social media aspect of our Oh, work because well. we <laughs> it's you. really no but it's it's become really nice looking i think and every week we have really good pictures to post so i think people enjoy that yeah and i think one of the things that's so cool is that in addition to kind of the standard shots you know mm -hmm. you're really going for some interesting and different shots and yeah. and i really love that i mean can you talk about some of those yeah angles? that's that's especially what i'm trying to find um those those moments before the event happens. Mm -hmm. um, probably one of my favorite moments I shot, I think, was with when um, Jeff Brady Ball mm -hmm. was here. Mm -hmm. And it was a moment while you were speaking, introducing him, and he was kind of to the left of you in the frame. And he's like looking up at the PowerPoint, but it's just this nice light coming on his face. And, and the moment and the composition just worked. And for me, that was my favorite shot wow. of the whole of the whole event, even though it wasn't focused on him. It was just in the sense of him talking or about him. But I'm just always looking for that kind of behind-the-scenes moment because that adds to what he is talking about or the speaker is talking mm -hmm. about and what everybody sees. And so thanks for the compliment. Yeah, that's cool. really nice. <laughs> You're really able to get kind of the, the feel of the event that way. And I, that's one of the things that I've really enjoyed about your work. You know, I had no idea that that photo was your favorite. Mm -hmm. And for those listening, I mean, we're talking about photographs, but you can definitely check out all of our photographs by going to our Facebook page, um, which is SU Apex or just search for SU. SU Apex, or they're all on the website, which is su.edu slash Apex. And all of Katie's photos from the events are there. And I had no idea that was one of your favorites. That's one, one of my favorites from like, like before the actual event and mm -hmm. just 
because I felt like it came together and it's just a nice little moment that you know only maybe I saw and yeah but hopefully it tells a bit about the scene and oh my gosh so, that's so cool yeah. do you have any other favorite photos um, that one of Susan Casey just from yeah, last week. Oh, that's that, so good. I like that. Yeah. Um, that was a nice moment, too. She was interacting with someone that was buying her book. And, um, again, just trying to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. That's that's my goal. That's my job. And when I can do it successfully, I'm I'm happy. <laughs> so, it's so good. Um, that's cool. Yeah, that one stands out. Um some of Lemon Anderson. Oh, uh, yeah. And just performing. Mm-hmm. Th- those are always fun to shoot because, mm-hmm. again, you're trying to get that emotion and that intensity from what the person yeah. is, is doing. And was so. there any one that was particularly – was there any particular event that was more challenging to shoot from a, from a photographic – and we'll talk about content and that kind yeah. of things later. But from a photographic standpoint, was there one that was more challenging? Um, the business one was a little bit mm-hmm. uh, ch- of a challenge, but I like the challenges. Yeah. Those are my favorite yeah. because I'm trying, again, trying to get the best shot. Yeah. Um, but that was a challenge because it was a panel. So, mm-hmm. and I was trying to move around and trying to get everybody in the same shot without it being boring or, yeah. you know, like yeah. a missed moment. Yeah. Um, so just waiting, waiting and waiting for that moment to happen um, with five or six people in yeah. the same shot. Um, so that can be tricky. And also just the lighting can be tricky yeah. sometimes. It's pretty but, dark in our room a lot of times. Yeah, so. but, Do you use what kind of equipment? I mean, I, I don't know much about my, this kind of thing. But. No, that's okay. My my camera's rather old. It's I was just telling someone earlier today, it's probably about 12 years old. Oh, wow. But I use a Nikon D80. So mm. for those of you photographers out there, it's pretty old, um, but I have an eighty to two hundred. That yeah. is the the um, lens I usually use, especially when I'm far back, and then a fifty or thirty five. I think. Um, so yeah, I could definitely use some better <laughs> gear, but it'll you know it'll happen, and um, you can do a lot. I've had those two lenses for twenty years, and <laughs> they yeah. they work pretty well. Well, it's definitely so. working for us. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Roxy? What's um, maybe a more challenge? Is there a particularly challenging part of the day or of the event or something that you always know you have to kind of manage? Probably the lunch invites. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say the lunch invites and just the, like, I really try throughout the week because we get RSVPs and everything. So I try to make sure that we have everyone and then it's just a little, it's a little scary for me to actually get to the lunch and then. I'm just scared that someone's going to show up and be like RSVP, but I don't have them on my list and I have to make like room for them yeah. or I have to tell them you have to go. So mm-hmm. that's a little stressful for me. And then just like um, I try to ins- anticipate as much as I can, but I'm always nervous about just last minute yeah. problems like uh, Chartwells is great, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always like, is the tea going to be there, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, yeah, Chartwells is our, our uh, catering. And, yeah. man, we've really had such great experiences with them this semester. Mm-hmm. We've tried some new uh, different kinds of foods for the lunches and things like that. And that's just been really fun. So, yeah. But you always want to make sure, you know, you do such a great job of anticipating my every need. And yeah. sometimes I'm about to say, and how about, and she's like, <laughs> I already did it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which so. is great. So Yeah. It's easier if you just anticipate everything that could happen. That's what I learned from what I've 
from event planning since I've started. And you just have to anticipate what could happen, what's the worst that could happen that day. And then you always already have a backup plan. So if it actually happens, then you know what to do and you don't have to freak out about it. And we don't need backup plans. We're so organized. (laughs) No, really, you're really great to work with. And there's not a lot of times where something happens. Yeah. I've been really thrilled with everything that way. So, okay, going to a more sort of global thought, why do you think, um, you know, we really believe in this series, and I know you guys really believe in this series, but, you know, maybe talk a little bit about why do you think this series in particular, or any speaker series like this is important to have on campus? um, or, Or why is it important to you? Why do you think it's important to this community? Um, I think it's important for the students because we're in um, university and it's all about learning and discovering new things and not staying in your comfort zone. So Mm -hmm. I think we're very lucky to have so many great people come to campus and we're a rather small school and the fact that we can bring this type of people is is really impressive and it's really, we're really lucky. So um, the fact that the students can just show up for free every week and have a chance not only to hear what they have to say, but also interact with them, make connections. I mean, I've seen students talk to the speakers and, you know, get their information. And so it's a really great thing to have on campus. I think it's very important to keep doing it. That actually happened quite a bit just a couple of days ago with Dr. Bertice Berry. You know, she was giving out her phone number yeah. and, you know, all kinds of connections were happening. And that's that really makes me happy. How yeah. about you, Katie? What do you think? I, I agree with everything you just said. And just the diversity of mm. this past year mm-hmm. of the speakers that have come for Apex has just been truly remarkable. And I feel really lucky. I mean, I feel lucky to be a part of it be as a shooter, but I really feel lucky just to be a part of the audience yeah. and hear all of the different experiences that the speakers bring to the events and especially the diversity, like like you said. And, and I like that we have people who are um, former alumni. We have people in the community. We have people from all walks of life, mm. all ethnicities, diversity, jobs, and I, I think it's just one of the best things about SEU that I just love. Yay. So it's it's very exciting to be a part of it. Yeah, that's definitely the diversity component has been something that we've been really, from the design process, really focusing on. And, you know, it, it and it's not just bringing in a diverse environment from around. That's certainly yeah. a key aspect of it. But like you said, you know, once a year we're featuring an, an alumni and then we're bringing mm-hmm. people from our community and our environment, like off the cuff or yeah. the superintendent for Zion National Park. And I think that, you know, continuing to showcase the just everything that's around us and then couple that with bringing people in is is definitely a a passion of of mine and a a goal for the series so i'm glad that that's been a meaningful part of it for you yeah that's great 
Well, I think what we'll do is we'll play a song now. So I've got in my typical style, yeah, all kinds of things. I've been digging deep into this uh, playlist that's uh, a bunch of kind of, I guess, emerging artists or perhaps new, um, mostly new artists from the South by Southwest 2018 festival. So I've got a few more from that. This first song is going to be called Thanks for Nothing, and it's by Nilufer Yanya, and it's the title track from the album Thanks for Nothing. And again, it was one of these South by Southwest features, um, and you can find it on Spotify or wherever you listen to music. You're listening to KSUU Thunder 91.5. Well, welcome back. Um, this is Lynn Vartan, and you're listening to KSUU Thunder 91.1. 
And this is the Apex Hour. And this is our kind of behind the scenes for the season show. And I've got Katie and Roxy joining me. And we're just kind of talking about how the season went down and some standout moments and just, you know, a little bit more about the inner workings of Apex events. So welcome back, Roxy and Katie. Hello. So what I'd like to do is kind of just talk about, we had 11 events, 11 or 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 11 events this spring. And just kind of, I'd like to just sort of remember them and maybe get a couple sentences from you about like your reflection or something you remember about it. We began the season. So the way our season works, um, for anybody who doesn't know, is it's a weekly event series uh, during the course of the academic school year. In the fall, we start uh, about the second week of September and run all the way up until Thanksgiving. Then we take a little break for the holidays, retool. We begin in this about the second week of January, second or third week, and then go all the way through till the first week of April, um, which is when we finish, which is this week. Um, so we began the season with our uh, distinguished faculty lecture. Um, what this event is, is that there is an opportunity for faculty members on campus to submit uh, a written a paper, a, a presentation uh, th- that is original, uh, that is adjudicated by a faculty committee uh, that has nothing to do with APEX. I'm not on the committee or none of our team is on the committee. It's an internal uh, university committee who goes over all of these proposals and then chooses one to be our faculty designer distinguished lecture. And then we host that event where the faculty member reads um, their lecture. You may remember last year was Dr. Marvick in art history. And then this year, our event was Dr. Ravi Roy. And his talk was titled Rebuilding Public Trust and Democratic Governance, The Great Political Paradox. Do you guys have any memories from that or thoughts about that one? I know for me, the, the key that he brought up that I was really interested in was, you know, his opinion of the state and uh, of democracy and where we move Mm -hmm. forward with democracy and um, that he's a little nervous about kind of the the process of where we're going with democracy. Did you guys have any memories from that one? Yeah, I remember I remember that. um, Although January seems like a long time ago now. (laughs) But um, I remember thinking at the time when I was shooting it, um, how great to hear what he's um, researching and what um, a faculty member at SUU is working on and just being really excited about that um, yeah. and not realizing at the time, which, is, again, is why I think Apex is so amazing and that it brings um, speakers like Ravi um, to discuss their research yeah. and for the public to understand what they're yeah. working on. Yeah, I think that's cool because, I mean, I – you know, you, you see people's names and maybe mm-hmm. you're on a committee with them, but to actually then really see what they're, or hear what they're discussing is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If anybody wants to know more about Dr. Roy's uh, presentation, he was also our very first radio guest on the show. Mm-hmm. So you can definitely check out his talk with me on the podcast and we go over uh, a lot of the things that he mentioned and, and, and his thoughts. So. Yeah, you want to move on to the next one? Did you have anything to say about... Um, no, just for me, I, 
it was kind of a special one from an event standpoint because oh. you said, you know, we had our first radio show with him. And I think that's when we changed the seating to is. theater yeah. shape. And I, I just, oh, yeah. I really right. liked that. And yeah, it's like the first one of the season is always kind of special. So yeah. that's right. That was when we did the seating change. Another behind the scenes tidbit. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in a, a very large um, uh, conference hall and it's a really cool room, but we always had just one aisle down the center and actually we, we changed it so that we had multiple aisles. So um, there's actually four different entry points, kind of four aisles, the two on the outer edges and then two in the middle, which makes it really easy for people to just kind of get in and get seated especially late comers you don't have mm-hmm. to feel like you're climbing over everybody in the movie theater that type mm-hmm. of thing so yeah. cool all right our next one was the SCUSA roundtable was a state of the union I called it where we had several of our um, Southern Utah University centers and just discussing different topics on campus and just kind of seeing what our young leaders are are doing this one um, you know I'm not sure if we're going to make it an annual event or not you know mm-hmm. but it was um, really important I, I think to have the senators there and to kind of hear what their what the topics of interest of, to them are and mm-hmm. kind of how they're looking at leadership did you guys have any memories from that one um, I can't believe this was the second event that we did mm-hmm. I thought it it feels like yesterday it's so weird that it was the second one yeah <laughs> um, but I thought it was a different event than what we usually do, and I liked having them there. And for me, when I was a student, I never really knew what SUSA was doing, Mm -hmm. so I think it's really good for everyone to have been able to listen to them and see what they're actually working on. And Yeah. Yeah, and I was really happy about the... The turnout, um, yeah. attendance wise, because mm-hmm. I was a little worried about it because mm-hmm. some people just don't show up. To <laughs> but um, it was really, I think we got about 100 people, a little mm-hmm. bit less, mm-hmm. but that was really good su- surprise too, I think, to everybody. And it turned out really well. So, yeah. And that one was in our smaller room. Yeah. We sometimes do events in the Whiting Room, which is a, a smaller room, and it's about a, a hundred, a hundred twenty capacity. And and yeah, we had quite a few people at that one. Mm. Did you yeah. have any memories? Um, just to add to what Roxy said, um, I, th- I think it was just great to have them, their presence in a forum like mm-hmm. Apex, and how articulate everyone on that panel yeah. was. I was really impressed with the panel, and yeah. again, it just made me really appreciate SUU and the students that are here and representing Southern Utah. And yeah, I just, I was really impressed with, with that event. Cool. Well, that was January. And then we move on to February and we began our event with our meet the business building, which is, you know, a real special event for this year. It's kind of one of these once in a lifetime ones, because I mean, new buildings don't go up every day on campus. And we have this amazing brand new business building that's, that's coming up and is, is, uh, and this event was all dedicated to the making of that building. We had facilities, we had the architects come here, we had the the contractors and the business dean spoke and that was kind of a roundtable discussion and uh, one of the things that really stood out to me and maybe you guys feel the same way as the artist was I didn't realize there was going to be some really cool art in that building that really reflect our natural landscape glasswork Mm -hmm. that's going to reflect off of the light and all these things and there's going to be a lot of social um, areas in that building and outdoor areas 
I was really excited to learn about that. Yeah, it was really amazing to see all those parts come together in that one forum. Yeah. And they had slides to kind of show what the business building was is going to look like, mm-hmm. both inside and I think outside. Yeah. And yeah, again, another kind of local event that's mm-hmm. very much a part of SUU and the future of SUU, which yeah. is just exciting. Like, yeah. I'm just really excited to be a part of it. And, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Roxy, did you have anything about that? Yeah. You don't have to, I mean, you guys don't have to talk on every single one, but <laughs> I just, you know, just say no. If you don't, that's fine. No, just uh, the fact that, I mean, our office is right next to it. We see the construction every day. And, and I'm just like, it. I want to see what's going to be in there. And I, I was never a business like student, but I, our current one can have some improvements. So I, I'm really happy that students will have that opportunity to study somewhere like that. And it's, it looks great. I mean, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Well, moving along on February 8th, we had Emily Grassley. And w- wow, what a treat <laughs> she was. Yeah. I mean, uh, Emily Grassley has uh, the YouTube channel called The Brain Scoop. And it's just an absolute YouTube sensation. Um, she she works The Brain Scoop out of the Field Museum in Chicago, uh, one of the big natural history museums in the nation. And her story from from art painter in mm. Montana to YouTube sensation scientist who um, goes all over the world, you know, inspecting fossils and dissecting animals and everything was, was just amazing. And her talk was titled The Value of Curiosity. Memories from that one? Yeah, for me, I really liked her because um, when we prepared the events, we only have like a couple of pictures of yeah. um, the speaker and I, I can't help just making my own opinion and, and just expecting some kind of personality or like the way they're going to be. And she really surprised me because she always looks so sweet in her pictures <laughs> and like, and she is really sweet, but she, I was pleasantly su- surprised. She was very confident and she yeah. was very kind of feisty mm-hmm. and I really, she was really fun and I really enjoyed her talk and the fact that she came from a completely different background than what she's yeah. doing now. I thought that was crazy. And also the fact that she's on YouTube is a really it's a cool thing because it's become a really big platform, yeah. especially for my generation and yeah. students mm-hmm. here at SU. So it was really nice to have someone who comes from there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I think what really stood out to me about her, aside from what she actually does for her living, is that she was a painter and then yeah. just was interested in going to the museum on her campus that in the museum was like in a very small room with yeah. like things just packed up and, and she made that into a career and it was really like inspiring. Mm-hmm. And I thought like, I thought if I was a student, I mean, as a, as a grown, you know, adult <laughs> professional, I was really inspired and just, it just shows how you might start out somewhere in your career or in your major and then how it can lead into other yeah. things and how exciting and successful she was. And again, very articulate, strong, yeah. passionate woman. Yeah. And we had a lot of those this year. And that's just exciting <laughs> to be around. Get to March. They're <laughs> oh, I know. Really I starting know. in the end of February was just awesome. <laughs> but let's get a guy in there. February 15th, we had our Day in the Life series where we bring someone in to talk about what their life is like. And this was Jeff Bradybaugh, who is currently the Zion National Park superintendent. And I just thought he was a delight. Yeah. What a great, just <laughs> delightful, delightful person. And 
packed event in our mm-hmm. smaller room and we were overflow. We yeah. had to like project, we had to have the audio in the lobby so that the overflow could hear it. That was just mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Did anything to add? I think, um, so I know a lot of uh, teachers in the ALCC, we try to bring our students over to the Apex events. And that was a big one for students, I think, because they know where Zion is. They can go there. And to to hear someone from Zion that's involved with what goes on in Zion speak and talk was really great for them, yeah. um, as well as myself. Like, yeah. being relatively new to Southern Utah, it was just great to hear his perspective and kind of how – his journey came to be at, at Zion and, and some of the things that they're looking forward in the future at Zion. So it was really, really great to, and, and I love that picture that I took. <laughs> that was the one. So. Well, and then moving on, we'll hit one more before we take our next break. You, we could talk all I afternoon, know. <laughs> I think, you know, and this was a very special event and it may, it may be some people's favorite of the season. And this was um, our Claudia Bradshaw event. Claudia Bradshaw is uh, just a wonderful uh, mother figure to us all is kind mm-hmm. of how we came out of that. And her talk was titled My Journey into a New World. And it was really about she's the the St. George P flag founder and a, a real ally to our LGBTQ plus uh, family. And um, it was just her story and a special treat that her son uh, was able to travel here from Chicago. So mm-hmm. I, I'm sure you have something to say. About yeah, that I, I love this one, too. Um, I, I loved that both her son and daughter were there and yeah. got to comment on um, when her son came out to her and kind of that family journey that they went through and how being in southern Utah, that was hard and some of the pushback they got. But the thing that really stood out to me about Claudia is she is all about love and and. That's it. Like, yeah. I think of her and I remember leaving that event and just thinking she didn't have a negative thing to say about mm-hmm. anything or anyone. And that is remarkable. Like, I haven't come across a lot of people in my life that doesn't have something negative to say every once <laughs> in a while. So it's, we it all was do. Just, yeah, right. And so it was just amazing to be in her presence and, and hear her ta- talk about, um, her family's story and her son and her daughter being there and being a part of that. So that was a real treat. And I loved shooting them. They were photographing them. I should watch my verbiage when I say shooting. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, that's true. And then um, before we go to break, I asked our our journalist, um, Billy Klaus, we have, uh, is is our journalist and blogger. And those of you who follow us online and and look at our archive, you see his reflections every week at the event. I asked him, did one event stand out to you? And if so, why? And here's what he had to say. A lot of really cool things that Apex had, and I remember Emily Grassley's was especially fun for me uh, because she started out as a fine arts major and then kind of transitioned into science following her passions, and I think that's really cool to be involved in so many different things. Um, But I think my favorite of all the events probably had to be the keynote address given by Dr. Barry. Uh, She's such a driven person. Uh, she was so happy and fun, and I couldn't stop smiling throughout the event. And her story is just so inspirational. 
Yeah, so that was Billy's opinion, and you heard him mention Emily, and we'll definitely talk about uh, Dr. Barry, I think, a little bit more. But it's time for some more music, and I have to apologize because the last song that you heard was not Thanks for Nothing. It was actually Causing Trouble by Saint Sister. Um, now you're going to hear Thanks for Nothing. And again, just our station ID, this is KSEU Thunder 91.1, and you are listening to the Apex Hour. Too late, too cold I just can't believe he's here Outside, I'm blind Guess I got over the idea Had me on bring you back here to the apex hour because we were just talking in the studio about how much more we all have to say (laughs) so this is ksuu thunder 91.1 my name is lynn vartan and i am joined in the studio with roxy and katie and we are talking about apex um we left off at the beginning of march and from you know these last five events that we had were just amazing march 1st was elizabeth churchill uh who is one of the directors of user experience at Google and and she talked about human interactions, human computer interaction over the ages. And man, it's hard to say a favorite, but I I don't know. She was like my 
she's she was like my hero. <laughs> she's like your soul sister. Yeah, soul sister. That's <laughs> yeah. totally it. I wasn't expecting to connect with her on the level. I mean, I'm a musician. She works at Google. But man, that's and that's one of my favorite of the radio shows and the podcast mm-hmm. too. What'd you guys think? I I was excited about her because she's one of the biggest ones. Like she's I think one of the first huge mm-hmm. personalities that we got. Um I just was a little I don't know. I didn't know what to expect, but she was so sweet and so I just loved how generous she was with everyone that she interacted with. And for people who only go to the lecture or listen to the radio, I might not know, but we also do class visits with the speakers usually. And she came, she went to so many and she was so, just shared a lot with people and she was just willing to help. And I just really liked her. I liked how she... Um, interacted with students especially yeah 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 I agree I got to sit in on one of her classes and she just seemed really at ease and able to communicate with just anybody and got students talking and it was good it was good to see her that's so true she got she you could I felt like I could put her in a group of anyone and Mm -hmm. you come out with some amazing thing that just Mm -hmm. happened so that was really cool on March 8th, we had Jen Marlowe, another, you know, somebody who I did not know at all. Um, both Dr. Churchill and Jen Marlowe were, were ones that were brought by other faculty members to me to have as guests. And so I didn't know what to expect with Jen. And um, she's a filmmaker, playwright, reflections on resistance from Palestine to Darfur to death row. And man, was there, there was not a dry no. eye. <laughs> that was intense. There was some intensity yeah. in her event. Um, needed to yeah. be too. Mm-hmm. Like she showed three different projects that she had worked on. Yeah. And um, yeah, she's, she was amazing. I think, again, just so great that our students have access to people like Jen and Elizabeth and all of these yeah. speakers. Yeah. Yeah. It was powerful. Yeah, we had her in a different venue than usual, and I think we were all a little nervous about the turnout, but I think it just worked perfectly for her because it was so intimate, and she mm-hmm. was able to really sh- connect with the audience. And, yeah, I talked to, to her afterwards, and I was like, I don't know how you talk about this on a daily basis and, like, just do this for a living. And she was just like, you have to focus on the positive that comes out of it, and I think that was a really nice thing. And... I just really liked her, and I I did cry a lot. (laughs) And her her presentation is in the archive and up and and available, so if you want to check it out and see what we're talking about, it's definitely there. Then we had kind of our final push. We had spring break in there, so we had a week off, and then um, and then we moved to the end of our our like power to the end, and we had Susan Casey come in, and oh wow, uh, she was (laughs) I I was so impressed with her and. I love those. I have probably three images of the brains because I just was so fascinated by the brains of, I think they were whales and dolphins. dolphins. Yeah. The dolphins. And yeah. what she was talking about, um, just the science behind that was just amazing. And how passionate she was about the topic. It just really was inspiring. Like, yeah, so science inspiring. and passion, you know, mm-hmm. and her books are so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah, she was kind of like Emily in a sense that she didn't come from you know a science background. She right. was, she's a writer, but I really like the fact that she just followed what she wanted to do and just 
decided to live from her passion, and that was really inspiring. Also, my favorite shot from you is the one you took when she was book signing. It's oh, yes. that's so the best beautiful. photo. I love <laughs> her expression. It's just such a perfect blend of 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 her and how she. I mean, you yeah. know, the passion and then the innocence, and yeah. then the it just captured exactly who she is and yeah. like how I I saw her. I love yeah. it. I really appreciate it too. Like because we were able to talk to her after the lunch and um, she talked a lot about her next projects and how much research goes into that and just gave you a little bit more yeah. information. And also really a great important. podcast that yeah. everybody can listen to. She was great on the radio. So. Mm-hmm. And then our last two, which, which just, just barely happened, we had our Art Students Roundtable, and that was just a really fun, probably going to be an annual event for us. We always have a big senior art show in our museum in town, and, and to have a few of those seniors in talking about their art and what inspires them and how they do what they do and what they want to do in the future as artists, I think that was really fun. So Very, very much so. Mm-hmm. I, it's always good to hear from students what yeah. they're working on and their ideas behind their art projects and finals mm-hmm. and so that was good yeah and last but not least was <laughs> our keynote speaker dr bertice uh. berry and man you know where everybody had their emotions on their sleeve this one was just <laughs> laughing and smiling the whole time i mean and another big message of love yeah 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 um uh, yeah. no go ahead uh, <laughs> i just i mean the thing that really stood out amongst many things with, with Bertice was that um, she talked about her life in a way that was funny and she was able to talk, a, laugh and get people to laugh. And I always think that um, presenters or comedians are really, if they can look at their own life experiences and laugh and get the audience to laugh about them, but not in a negative way it's it's just a positive thing and she just did that the whole time and again so inspirational a great way to end the apex mm-hmm. series and yeah i would yeah i just love yeah. listening to her i thought she was great for the festival of excellence yes um there's one thing she said that i wrote down when you walk with purpose you collide with destiny and i thought i was like whoa <laughs> and uh i just think she impersonates that and she's like living example that you can actually do that because everywhere she, everyone she would talk to even after she was like working with them and purposeful try, yeah, yeah. Pur- yeah purposeful. purposeful yeah when you walk with purpose you collide with destiny that's definitely an amazing that's a part that is her mission and that's yeah. her vision statement and mm-hmm. it, it absolutely works well, speaking of quotes, um, I asked Billy, one of the questions I asked Billy was that, is there something that someone said that was particularly memorable to you that you still remember now? And here's how he answered that question. Anderson was talking about success, and he said uh, that you have to love the process of what you're doing uh, because you don't always get the results you necessarily want. So you really have to love what you're doing. Uh, and I feel like as a student, especially as someone studying graphic design, that can happen where there's a particular part of the project that you love, but nobody else really gets or they think you should take out. And even though the end result may not be exactly what you envisioned, the process of kind of going from nothing into creating a project is really fun. Uh, and that's kind of helped me just whenever there's criticism or things don't quite go as planned, I just remember the process and that I love what I'm doing and that makes it better in the end. 
That was Billy Klaus, our uh, journalist and blogger, talking about something that someone said this year that really um, had a powerful impact on him. And he was speaking about Lemon Anderson, who was our first guest in the fall, talking about the process. How about other memories? Do you guys have, or maybe we should say, do you have a favorite? Could you identify? Or is that just too hard to do? I, I think it's really hard to point to one specific event that stands out. I thought they all were amazing. I was really glad that we had the 1491s. I had followed them. <laughs> I've been following them for years. So to see them in person um, was amazing. Um, and off-the-cuff comedy was really great. Mm-hmm. The performance ones really seemed to stick out to me. Lemon Anderson, definitely. And um, and then all these great, the spring, all these, these yeah, great the spring. women in particular yeah. that And that just happened by accident. You know, somebody asked me, you know, did you really intend to have a very female-centric spring? And, I mean, with everything that's going on right now, you know, Mm -hmm. in terms of women's rights and Me Too and pay equity and all of these things, it actually was not intentional, you know, mm-hmm. which, which I look at as a good thing. It was just, this was this, this connection of this, this collection of topics that we wanted at this time. And it just so happened that it happened to be that way, which, which I was happy about, you know, but it wasn't an intentional, you know, thing, but it ended up being powerful nonetheless. So yeah, for sure. do you have a favorite Roxy? It's really hard, but um, I think my favorite still is Glenn and Laura from last <laughs> yeah, fall. It was, they were just so amazing. And I just loved their, their duo and their vibe and yeah. how warm they were with everyone. And all their class visits were very special, and they right. just loved sharing with students. I think it was their favorite part of yeah. the, their trip. And I, I just loved every single part of it, like of their visit here i just thought it was i'm so glad you mentioned them because they were one of my favorites too they were my favorite one of my favorites to shoot yeah Yeah. by far just listen to oh yeah and you can definitely check them out in the archive there their videos posted so feel free to have a look and i love their music i don't think i can you know even say a favorite because i just fell in (laughs) love with everybody i think so on that note let's play my last little song that i have for you today this song is called dia d and the group is gato preto and the album is called tempo this is ksu thunder 91.1 
totally listen to that song all day. But we've got things to say here. Um, this is Lynn Vartan. Welcome back to the Apex Hour. That song that you were just listening to is called Dia De or Dia D um, by Gato Preto on the album Tempo. We're talking about our Apex season. And I want to come back with a question for Roxy and Katie. Of, is there just another memory or another moment that you would like to share with us? Um, I think for me, um, and I think we touched on this a little bit already, but um, I think my favorite part of all of Apex um, was just laughing and crying during the last one, during Bertice's. Just it was a very emotional um, experience, and and I just I love laughing, and I'm I just I think I need more laughter in my life. I think a lot of people need a lot more laughter in their life these days, and. It was just great to end with with her, and, and she was just Beautiful. very personable. Yeah. Beautiful. Roxy, yeah. do you have Mine's one? not as uh, deep as you <laughs> but um, this one time. So Jordan, our... Um, Who's on tour in Southern California Yeah, we right miss now. him. Shout Life out is rough. to Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Jordan. He's amazing. I just loved working with him, yeah. like, in general. But this one time, Maria Hinojosa was uh, doing her sound check, and she was just, like, very comfortable. And she he was putting the mic on her, and she was just like, oh, yeah, just clip it to my bra. Or like, <laughs> and we should say, say Jordan's already. a music major who yeah. does graphic design for us and yeah. then pitches in on sound. So, yeah. you know, putting mics and on guests. Yes, is not exactly his day to day. He was very uh, uncomfortable, and that was just really cute. And his cheeks got very red, yeah. if I remember right. <laughs> well, I also asked Billy this question, and here is what he had to say. Throughout this season, I was kind of shocked by how much fun everything was. I'm not a very outdoorsy person, but I still enjoyed those events that talked about that. Um, and Personally, I really enjoyed the arts events because that's something I'm interested in. But I feel like no matter what was going on, it still was interesting because it never really went into like the extreme details of whatever uh, like section that or topic it was on. It was enough to kind of you know cover something that everyone was interested in. Uh, so even when there was detailed stuff, they always made an effort to make it accessible to the entire audience, which I thought was really cool. All right. That was Billy Klaus, our our journalist and blogger, talking about what was another memory of the season for him. It's time for us to do our favorite part of the show, and uh, everybody loves it. What is turning you on this week? So, Roxy, what is turning you on this week? Um, for me, I love Netflix. It's a little addiction of mine, but um, I think we've got I've, all yeah. of us that addiction. <laughs> I've been obsessed with Narcos, the show on Netflix. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing, and I just 
I I started it because I wanted to practice my Spanish and hey Dustin and uh, <laughs> and I just walking like by the stadium and the studio yeah I'm very um, just interested in like the whole narco trafficking it's kind of weird <laughs> but uh, I really liked it and it's just I was taken aback by how good it was and it's very high quality the actors are really good and it's just a lot of action and passion and are you all caught up to date yeah on all I finished seasons? last night actually last night yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome <laughs> yeah. cool well we'll definitely check that out I'm only in the first season on that one yeah, Katie too. how about you what's turning you on well anybody who has talked to me in the last two months knows I'm really into chickens right now <laughs> oh, that's right you have so we got seven chickens uh, about a month and a half ago. And so my favorite thing in the world is at the end of the day or in the afternoon when I go home and just sitting out in the yard watching the lives of these seven little chickens and what they're doing and <laughs> chasing so worms and grapes. And that's so great. that's <laughs> that's where my head is <laughs> when I'm not here. <laughs> what a beautiful way to spend the afternoon. It is, especially with this nice weather. <laughs> that's yeah. great. Well, I want to say thank you. We're out of time. I want to say thank you so much to both of you, to Katie, who takes amazing photos for us. And it's just such a great supportive part of, of our team. So thank you so much for being thank here today you. and for everything you've done for it's us this my year. pleasure and i love i love working at a- with apex and Thank you. i can't wait till next season so. me too <laughs> i can't wait we'll probably have to do a teaser in the summer and then roxy both of my hands not just my right hand but my right hand and my left hand and most of my brain most of the time <laughs> thank you for being here today and for everything that you do for me it's a pleasure Every, all the time to work with you. I love it. Oh, thank you. Um, this has been the Apex Hour. This is KSUU Thunder 91.1. And now that our season's over, you still can find us on the radio. I'll just be here every two weeks on Thursdays. And uh, then we'll also have the podcast uh, still going into our podcast feed. So check us out online. Thanks for listening. And we'll get you back to the music. Thunder 91.1. Thanks so much for listening to the Apex Hour here on KSUU Thunder 91.1. Come find us again next Thursday at 3 p.m. for more conversations with the visiting guests at Southern Utah University and new music to discover for your next playlist. And in the meantime, we would love to see you at our events on campus. To find out more, check out suu.edu apex or email us at suuapex at icloud.com. Until next week, this is Lynn Vartan saying goodbye from the Apex Hour here on Thunder 91.1.